Hi, this is Eric Asher. If you know you'll be needing a new air conditioning system anytime soon, then you should call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating before the end of the year. Because on January 1st, new federal rules mean all AC contractors are no longer able to install the most affordable air conditioning systems. The team at Burkhardt has these affordable systems available for install right now. There's financing available too. So save by calling Burkhardt today or learn more at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. That's all America sent you. another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. Free download for your smartphone or tablet. Take advantage of that. NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. And our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base. We're on your favorite podcasting platform. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. You'll find it pretty easily. 
at Eric underscore Ash on Twitter, Eric Ash on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, our social media platforms. Join the conversation there. Hey, this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Gus Kattengill, ESPN 100.3, will be our guest. That's Thursday, 1 p.m. on WLA-TV, also streaming on the WLA-TV YouTube page. 6 o'clock on LAE Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce. That's WLA-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, WLE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. And, of course, it's always on our social media platforms, always on the WLA-TV YouTube page, and always at ericasher.com. Gus Cattengill joining us on the program. First time in a while we've had Gus back on. And uh, looking forward to having him back on the show. Today's program brought to you by Hendrix Demptonia Gin. Have you tried it? What a great stocking stuffer. What a great gift for that person in your life, co-worker, friend, family member, uh, that enjoys a fantastic spirit, that enjoys, again, a one-of-a-kind spirit that is a limited edition spirit that will be gone soon. March 2023, uh, Henry Stemptunia Gin will no longer uh, be around. So uh, head out to your favorite spirit store now and pick up a bottle or two. Uh, one for yourself, because then you want to make sure, again, you have something like that uh, on your uh, on your own bar, right? I mean, again, it's a collector's item. It's a, it's a, it's a good talking point, and it's a great, again, flavor. Notes of coastal freshness balanced with fresh notes of citrus, alluring juniper character lengthened by deep earthly notes of locally sourced Scottish seaside botanicals, fresh coastal herbs, that unmistakable crisp finish. It is great year-round. Uh, go out there and get it now. Henry Steptunia Gem, much like Midsummer Solstice Lunar, highest-selling limited edition spirit in the super premium gin category, part of the William Grant portfolio of spirits. Reach for Henry Steptunia Gem only on the shelves now till March of 2023. So get it now. Give it as a gift, and you'll be glad you did. And of course, if you've got some holiday parties coming up, uh, don't forget, again, reach for William Grant products. Have that bar set up with William Grant products. Uh, and, of course, Henry Stemptunia Gin will be a big talking point for you as the friends and family come on by uh, during this holiday season or you're involved, again, with putting together a, uh, a uh, uh, upcoming event or, again, a party. All right, a lot to do today on, on this program. Um Especially, again, with so much going on, uh, we've got um, Jimmy Detail Smith coming on and joining us um, at 5.15 this afternoon. Going to talk about LSU, Citrus Bowl, but I also want to talk a bit about the transfer portal, what's going on there with LSU and, uh, you know, the comings and goings there. Um, we'll talk about Jaden Daniels, uh, you know, coming back. Mike Scarborough on this program two weeks ago. Uh, said that Jaden Daniels is coming back. How does that affect Nussmeyer? How does that affect Walker Howard? Um, you know, especially Walker Howard here, because, again, Walker Howard is the five-star. Walker Howard is supposedly, again, the prodigy. Um, and uh, it'll be interesting to see, again, how this kind of plays out. We'll get his take on all that uh, at 5.15. Les East, award-winning journalist, accomplished author, will join us at 5.35 uh, this afternoon. Normally, uh, Larry Holder's spot. Larry will not be with us uh, this week. Um, he will return after the first of the year. Uh, but um, we uh, looking forward to having Les on because I want to talk Saints, LSU, Tulane, and Pelicans with him, but specifically Saints uh, and Pelicans. Uh, and we'll talk Cotton Bowl as well. All that coming up here on the program. And, of course, in this first hour, we're going to cover a lot. We're going to cover the Saints. We'll talk about what's going on with the Pels uh, as they've struggled down on their, on, their, uh, on their mini little West Coast swing that they were on. Uh, Troy Dannon has been all over the um, uh, news lately. Uh, with Jeff Duncan and now again with um, on fourth down on four last night. 
And I want to talk a little bit about Tulane and, uh, again, the future of the program. So I'll get into that. Uh, and then also, again, we'll get into some LSU as well. So a lot to get into. But let's start off with the Saints um, and what happened yesterday. Again, I'm not going to get too deep into the game, uh, except to say again that I'm glad that there was a victory, okay? Um, have I given up on, on, on the season? Yeah, pretty much, okay? Pretty much. Um, look, I'm a guy that sat behind this mic and, and told each and every one of you uh, that I felt this team was a division winner. They would be the champion of the NFC South. That they had a chance, again, once they got into the playoffs, to maybe win the NFC Championship. Uh, and that was looking at this roster, uh, you know, on its face value going, in, going into, the, um, in, into the season. Now, look, injuries are, have, have been part of the situation. But it's not an excuse here uh, by any, any, any stretch, by any stretch. I'm also a guy that, you know, talked about continuity. On, on, on its surface, continuity looked like, again, that was the way to go. But, again, we also talked on this program about how wrong I was um, at when Sean Payton was suspended, was it back in 2012, and I sat behind this mic and I said, oh, man, look, it should not be a problem. Drew Brees is there. Uh, Joe Vitt is there. Uh, you know, they got the, the coaching staff is intact. That coaching staff has learned under under Peyton. Breeze is a is a leader. Vilma's a leader. They're they're going to be able to make the transition for a year without Peyton. How wrong I was, and it made me again understand that what Peyton meant uh, to this organization, what it meant to this team, and maybe again I shouldn't have been so so again all in on continuity. Even though again I did, uh, I can't say I was against it, uh, but again I did caution. Uh, that it could go sideways, and it has gone sideways. Uh, pretty much what we saw in 2012 with the bottom dropout of this team, a very, very talented team in 2012, uh, has pretty much happened again in 2022, uh, where, again, you got a talented team that is underachieved. And a lot of the things that we saw happen go wrong uh, in 2012, we see, we've seen gone wrong again in 2022. Now, is that an indictment on, on the staff? It just goes to show you that, again, what Sean Payton meant not just to the staff, but also to the team. And we've talked about over and all, almost ad nauseum this season about this. You know, I mean, again, the motivation tactics. The, again, the, the wrath of Peyton. Uh, the, the insisting on the attention to detail. Uh, again, the, no, again, no nonsense when, when it comes to, again, uh, practice, training camp. You, you get it right or you do it again. You know, all the things that, again, we heard were not being done this time around with a kindler, gentler Dennis Allen. And then a lot of people thought, well, maybe that's what this team needs, that Dennis Allen, you know, they've been getting screamed after the last, you know, such and such a year. So maybe the kinder general, general Dennis Allen is exactly what this team needs. Well, obviously it wasn't, and it's not. This team was built by Peyton, um, and Peyton, again, obviously was, was the motivator and the motivating factor in a lot of cases of getting this team over the hump. Even, again, last year, going 9-8. and eight. And all the things they had to deal with, injuries, COVID, you name it. They were still able to get to a, a winning record. Not so, not so this year. So, look, first of all, Saints win 21-18 over the Falcons. They're 5-9. and nine. Man, I tell you, when I look at 5-9, and nine, it just reminds me of my childhood. It just does. I mean, again, you know, Saints would go 5-9 and nine as a kid. You're like, oh, man, the Saints won five games this year. But, again, this fan base is spoiled. I've talked about it over and over again. The expectations are higher, and they should be. Go look at the depth chart. Go look at the depth chart and go through the depth chart and tell me, again, this is not an underachieving football team. Even with the injuries, it's an underachieving football team. There's no doubt about it. Mistakes have been made? Absolutely. 
but it's an underachieving football team. And now, again, some of the weaknesses that we're seeing are glaring, okay, because of, again, uh, of the losing and the injuries and, and, and the lack of motivation and the lack of attention to detail, which, which has been a staple for this franchise uh, during the Peyton era, which now is gone. And I don't think we'll be coming back. I mean, I'll say it again. You know, all this talk last week, this time, about maybe Peyton and this, this being his number one destination, I said it before. It's all posturing on the part of Peyton and his camp, uh, getting his name out there, keeping his name out there, uh, uh, because, again, he wants to be coaching next year. Uh, it is Mickey Loomis's job to be able to get as much compensation as he can. Again, uh, record compensation uh, for Sean Payton. Or, again, he sits another year. And then it happens again the following year. If, again, record compensation, or, again, he has to sit. And if he's willing to sit three years, well, then he's willing to sit three years. I don't think he is. I don't think he is. And, again, some of those teams that are salivating for his services right now, I think at some point if there's a bidding war, uh, the Saints can come out on top. But I do not see Sean Payton returning and saving the day. He's not riding in on his white horse. It's not happening. He's already got a place in Los Angeles. I've documented with his, how, how his wife felt about New Orleans. She felt unsafe. And for Sean Payton, again, he saw this coming. He knew a long time ago that when, when Drew Brees retired uh, and the salary cap started to come due, uh, again, we're, we're, this is even before COVID really kind of threw a monkey wrench into their plans, right? Because, again, they, they pretty much had the salary cap to the point where they figured, again, they would be able to, off, uh, to offload some of these losses on the salary cap um, over the next few years. But, again, COVID stepped in the way. Hurt them, no doubt about it. Okay, the, again, the salary cap did not grow as, as much as we thought it was. The only saving grace for this team can be, again, gambling money and the TV, new TV contracts coming in and, and bloating uh, the salary cap going forward. And let's hope that happens. Let's hope, again, still unknown. Remember, a lot of the losses from COVID are being pushed into next year's salary cap. So it, it is what it is. But anytime you can walk away and you can beat the Falcons, it's a good thing. Anytime any team from New Orleans can beat a team from Atlanta, it's a great thing. And I don't care what it is. It could be chess checkers. It, it could be jacks. I don't care. Okay? Uh, that is our natural rival. Uh, I got nothing but disdain for the city and, and, and for, their, for their teams. Okay? Uh, the only thing, the time I've ever pulled for anything from Atlanta was when Pistol Pete Maravich uh, played for the, for the Hawks. And that was it. And that was a short time in my childhood. Other than that, got, got no use for anything, anything coming out of Atlanta. Saints win 21 to 18 yesterday. So let's be thankful for the win. Okay? It's a good day when the Saints beat the Falcons. They swept the series, okay? Uh, getting the fifth win of the season. Again, having a pulse uh, and the possibility of still being in the mix here with, again, Carolina, Atlanta, and New Orleans all tied at 5 and 9. And, of course, uh, Tampa continues to sputter uh, and, and, and now at, at, at 6 and 8. Doesn't look as daunting as maybe it did if you if you look at that at, at the uh, Cleveland Browns coming up this weekend. Can you stop the run? Deshaun Watson doesn't look like he looks like he's been out of football for a couple years. Okay, but we don't know <laughs> what Saints team's going to show up. I mean, even yesterday they had this thing in the bag and they almost let it get away from them. Again, attention to detail. Been the biggest, been the biggest loss outside of Sean Payton this this whole season. So good things happened yesterday. Look, first of all, Kamara got twenty three touches, one hundred four yards, ninety one on the ground, right? Uh, the young players continue to get better. 
The defense got a, a takeaway to help, again, uh, help kind of put the game away. And then I keep hearing this team is still playing hard. Okay. But for whom? But for whom? Dennis Allen? Let me just ask one question. And, and, and I'm being all I'm being this is in all seriousness here. Have you heard one player? Just give me one. If you heard one player this season say, We're playing for this coach, we're playing for this coaching staff. Have you heard it? Interview, podcast, I don't care. Word of mouth, overheard it in a line at the at the grocery store. I mean, have you heard it? Because I have not. I have not. I have not heard one player stand up and say, we're playing for Dennis Allen. We're playing for our position coaches. We're playing for our coordinators. We're playing for our staff. We don't want them to get fired. We're playing for them. Have you heard it? I have not. I have not. I think that's telling. I really do. Now, I will say this. These players have pride. They've won a lot of games in a Saints uniform. So I expect them to play hard, okay? I expect them to play hard and try to win. But in this case, for themselves. For themselves. Either they're showcasing themselves for the next team or again, they're playing hard because they want to win for themselves, for their teammate. Not heard anybody say, I'm winning for Mrs. Benson. I'm doing this for Mickey Loomis. I'm doing this for Dennis Allen, the coaching staff, because I know they're on the clock and they might lose their job. Not one player. Not one. It's telling. So I will say this right now. I think it's fool's goal to think that this team is playing for Dennis Allen and his staff. Too many winnable games have slipped away this season. And there's been a disconnect between Allen and the staff and the players. So if the Saints sweep the final three games and put themselves in contention for a division championship, it should make no difference. It should make no difference at all. Allen and the staff need to be fired. That's tough, man, because that staff's been around for a long time, right? Like I said before, look, those that are not fired are going to get purged. The best and the brightest on this staff are going to be taken by Sean Payton and put on his next staff. Prepare yourself for it. It is what it is. But I'll say this right now. Cosmetic changes to the coaching staff are not going to work. I keep hearing now, Allen stays, makes some changes on the offensive side of the ball, maybe go with one defensive coordinator. What? No. No. This team has proven it is not playing for this coaching staff. Again, I say, has one player stepped up and said, yeah, I'm playing for Dennis Allen, man. I'm playing for my position coach. I'm playing for my, my coordinator. And I know that they're on the clock here. I know there's a chance they're going to lose their jobs. I'm playing hard for them, man, because I want them to stay. Not one. Not to a man. Not to a man. I haven't heard it yet. I haven't hear it, heard it yet. So cosmetic changes to the coaching staff are not going to work. Keep Dennis Allen intact. Let him go ahead and pick his coaches. Get, get out of here. Please, please, stop. A clear message has to be sent. There's a standard of football that is expected in New Orleans. And unfortunately, this staff has not been able to sustain it without Peyton. And that's the reality. This team has won five games. And you look at it. Well, they were, they were in this game. They were in that game. They were in this game. Come on. They didn't win the game. You play to win the game. They didn't win the game. 
They've lost the game. They've lost nine games this year. Yes, we can look at each, every one of those games and dissect it and say the Saints were one play away here, one play away there. They made a mistake. They went off sides. They made a turnover. I mean, we can, we can, do, you know, we can do this all day. We can do this all day. We could, we could go through each and every game and pick out three, four things that led to the loss. That's the NFL. See, there was a team, again, at least the team that, that were in those uniforms for a long time, and a lot of those same players that are on this roster right now that are on that depth chart, one of the reasons why I looked at that depth chart and said, this team can win the NFC South. This team can win the NFC Championship. Why? Because they're a talented team. They're an underachieving team right now. At times, unmotivated. And if they're motivated, again, they're motivated for themselves. You know, a fresh look at this roster is neither a different voice to motivate because, again, Without Peyton, Allen has failed. He's failed to motivate the team, to demand attention to detail. The Saints have been floundering all season. Why? Because they're making mistakes that bad football teams make. They turn the ball over. They make mistakes at critical times. They're among the most penalized teams in the NFL. The problem is discipline and accountability, ladies and gentlemen. That's the problem right now. It's not talent. It's not talent. They have more than enough talent to win. They have more than enough talent to win in a bad NFC South and dominate this division. They have more than enough talent to win more than five games. They have more than enough talent, again, to be, uh, to, to be a below 500 football team. They do. They do. Look, Dalton has played well enough to win games. Is he Drew Brees? No, he's not. But he's, he's played well enough to win games. Yes, injuries are a factor, but they're not an excuse for this underachieving season. They're not. And you can't get caught up in that. Well, if Lattimore would have been available, if Mike Thomas would have been available, you know, we can do if and skiffs all the time. All, all, you want to you do that? You want to do the if game? We can do the if game all day long. If. Saints have talent, but Allen and his staff have not gotten the most out of this talent on, on this roster, and that's the bottom line. There have been bright spots? Absolutely. Especially some of the young players. Alave, even though, again, I'll say it again, he cost a hell of a lot. And let me tell you something. When, we, when, when the dust settles on this season, we find out where that draft pick is, it's going to hurt, man. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. You know, because, again, a lot of receivers have been on the, on the board over the last three years, quality receivers you could have taken right where you were and where you were slotted on your draft, first, second round. And you wouldn't have had to reach for, again, Alave because, you, because again, the, the way the draft was falling. And you panicked. And you, and you did what you did. Could be a top five pick Philadelphia is going to be, going to be, uh, going to be utilizing in this, in this draft. Shahid, been an incredible find. An incredible find for this team. Okay? He's not only, again, a kick returner. He's obviously can be a wide receiver in the NFL. Jawan Johnson, making the transition from tight end to wide receiver. Been a quality player for this team. Quality player. Got to make sure you bring him back, right? Werner on defense. Ellis has come out and, again, played really well with when Werner was out. Taylor. I mean, again, with, uh, I even questioned the second-round pick. Look, see me, I don't run away from it. Uh, you'll never see me run away from anything I say on the air. I questioned Taylor. I went back and looked at all the all the, uh, the draft books and all the all – the, um, all the uh, the draft nicks that were out there that, that, that again, the, the scouts that grade these players and said he was nothing but more than a fourth-round pick, and you took him in the second round. Excellent pick. 
He can play safety. He can play corner. And I said it before. Marshawn Lattimore may become too expensive for this team down the line. He may be a guy that can fill in in that, in that spot. Still got a lot to learn, but you can see it. You can see, again, what he has. On defense, the interior of the defensive line has been soft like cotton, like a marshmallow, okay? Uh, they've been pushed around all, se- all season long. Something has to give there. There has to be changes there. There has to be an upgrade there across the board. That's been one of the biggest letdowns of this season. Davenport and Turner, both bust as number one picks. When you look back and you see that you gave up two number one picks for both those players, you let Hendrickson get away to, 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 to end, ended up in, in, um, in Cleveland. You let um, uh, other players uh, leave again because you had to hold on uh, to, to, uh, to, to Davenport and, and, and to Peyton Turner, hoping that they were going to ultimately um, uh, excel be the players you thought they were going to be, that's on Sean Payton. That's on Jeff Ireland. Bust, both of them. Both of them. And look, Davenport may end up going elsewhere and finally get over all the injuries and be a dominant player. But can you double down on his salary and pay him again? Come on. Turner can't get on the damn field. Both they're both these guys, again, soft like cotton. Every time you turn around, injured. They've been bust. They've been bust as Saints. They might not be bust elsewhere, but they've been bust as New Orleans Saints. Same thing for Ruiz. I keep hearing Ruiz is getting better and getting better. I put on the tape, and I watch the game a second time, and I see him constantly missing blocks. Okay? Putting the team in a, in a difficult situation, whether it's in the run game or the pass game. Again, I go back to how do you draft a player who is one of the best at his position center, and then, you again, the vision is to move him to guard. Draft a guard. Patrick Queen, by the way, you'll play him this week. He was on the board. He could have been a New Orleans Saint. Um, what's that, what that, that, that wide receiver out in, out in, uh, in San Francisco right now? Oh, God, the name escapes right now. He was on the board, okay? Then you're not reaching for Olave this year. See the domino effect of, of, of again, the, of the draft when you make a mistake. Um, Hurst is a backup. Okay, the thought that maybe he could slip in for Armstead and possibly again. Look, he's a backup. He's a guy that can play for a few games, but he's a backup. Maybe you can put him in as guard, as, as tackle, but he's a few-game guy. Can't put him there consistently. And Penning, we have no idea what he is. He's an unknown. Pete is overpaid. And that goes on Peyton as well. Uh, both lines need big-time changes. On the interior of the defensive line, figuring out what you're going to do with, again, Davenport and Turner on the other side, and you've got an aging Cam Jordan who continues to be able to play at a high level. Okay, he is outrunning Father Time. Sorry for those that keep saying that, you know, uh, Jordan's on his way out. Jordan's the best thing on this defensive line. Okay? Period. The end. Meanwhile, again, Father Time is catching up with Demario Davis. Demario Davis responsible for, again, both of the touchdowns down the stretch against Tampa. Again, yesterday responsible uh, as well uh, with a touchdown from with Atlanta. Uh, you saw it on, on, on a few plays where, again, normally he would be there making the tackle. He's not getting there quick enough. I mean, just this what it is. I love him. He's one of the greatest linebackers in the history of the New Orleans Saints. But, again, Father Time waits for no one. When it's your time, it's your time. He's slowing down as a player. The good news is you've got some young players that can come in and fill those roles at linebacker. You've done well. Can't let Ellis get away. Werner's played well. 
Okay, so again, again you're not going to be hurting there if ultimately you have to cut loose Demario Davis. You hate to say it because of the type of leader he is, everything else. But again, he's slowing down. He's not making the plays. Tyron Matthew, love him. Not the same guy, although I will say the last couple of weeks he's really put his head in there and made some tackles. Where in the beginning of the season, through most of the season, business decisions. Unacceptable. Not for a guy, again, that, that again has the pedigree of a Tyron Matthew to come back to his hometown and, again, not be able to be the guy we thought he was going to be. And a lot of that, I think, is on Dennis Allen, on the way he played him this year. You've got to put him in a position where, again, he can't be the guy that's going to come up and run support. Okay? Come on. Not at this stage. Not at this point in his career. He's got to be a guy that roams and he goes and he makes plays. A playmaker, a rover, that type of player. They never utilized him like that. I put that on the defensive coordinators. I put that on Dennis Allen. Landry and Thomas. I love I love uh, Landry. Uh, one of my favorite re- receivers of all time. But Jarvis just hasn't had it this year. Made critical mistakes. He's disappeared. He's allowed Shahid in some cases and Alave to outshine him. Now you can say we have the quarterbacks looking that way. No. You're talking about one of, one of the best receivers uh, in the history of LSU. Uh, one, one of the top receivers in the league at one point. Uh, and again, has not really done, has not, has not lived up to the billing coming into New Orleans. Now, look, he signed for a minimal deal. It was a proven-to-me deal. Maybe he comes back, maybe he doesn't. Who knows what the situation is? But he's got to play better. He's got to play better. Thomas, at $15 million next year for base salary, you've got to figure out how you can cut bait. And yet he may end up going to another team, be healed, and be a force once again, but you can't allow this cancer to continue. Okay, you can't let him lay on your leg for another couple years here. Is he going to come back? Is he not going to come back? He's going to be the guy. You got some young players. You move on. You're going to take the cap hit, but you move on because they have not performed up to expectations. And neither has Anyamata, which is very disappointing. Considering again the interior of the defensive line. Yes, he's had flashes toward the end of the season, but consistently, no, not this year. This team is not devoid of talent. It needs a new voice to motivate them, to demand the best from them week in, week out. I'll say it right now. It's not a total overhaul of the roster that's needed. But you have to surgically get in there and cut out the players who have not played up to their hefty contracts or, again, tend to live on injury reserve. they got to hit on this draft, and they got to bite the bullet on the dead weight on this roster. And that includes the coaching staff. A new staff, some changes on this team, this team can win the South next year, okay? If they, if they, even if they have to go with Dalton for another season, okay? Even if they have to go for another season while they groom a young quarterback. But let me say this to you right now, ladies and gentlemen, as I close. Do not, and I'll say it again, do not let this final four-game run cloud the judgment. This team was talented enough to win the division and to not be a below 500 team. And that means continuity has failed and a new direction is needed. Anything less, anything less, you're going to have the same results next season. Anything less, and you're doing a disservice to the season ticket holders of this team and to, again, the passionate fans that, again, that have now become accustomed to winning. Mickey Loomis has got a tough task on his hand here. Okay, can he prove that he can pull lightning, put lightning out of a bottle twice and find the next Sean Payton? Because that's what's needed here. It's not a retread. It's not a recycle of Dennis Sound and, and the staff. That has failed. Don't double down on a bad bet. At this point, figure out what you got to do. 
thank them for their service, thank them for the years of, that they've given to New Orleans, and realize that, again, they're going to be with Sean Payton at his next stop as assistants, and they may all go on to win. But it didn't work here without Payton. So a new voice, a new direction is needed. And, again, someone that can, again, demand accountability, the attention to detail, and the excellence that we've become accustomed to under Peyton and Breeze. That's not too much to ask. It's not too much to ask. They did it with Van Gundy on the Pelican side. They need to now do it on the Saints side. Let's see if, again, Mrs. Benson, Dennis Lauscher, and Loomis have the guts to get it done. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Man, I tell you what, we got some really cold nights coming up. It's going to be, you've been asking for the cold weather. It's coming, man. And we're talking Arctic weather. You have to make sure your heater is working. Uh, again, if, you ha- if your heater's not working, Burkhardt is there for you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. If you have a gas heating system, you have to have it inspected by a professional. Allow Burkhardt to come out, do a, do a, a, a multi-point inspection. On, on that heating system, clean it up thoroughly so you don't have to worry about, again, breakdowns when it gets really cold or, or again, uh, again the, the worst, which would be carbon monoxide poisoning uh, within your home. Take care of your family. Take care of your heating system. Burkhart can do all that for you. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. You're listening to uh, Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, brought to you by Henrik Neptunia Gin, only available to March of 2023. Get out there and get yours now. Bottles are available for you at, again, all your favorite spirit stores and demand it at your favorite restaurant and bar. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Macy's Backstage. Find great deals on gifts for everyone on your list, like cool toys, matching pajama sets, beauty essentials, designer handbags, cozy sweaters, and more. Get low prices every day on fab finds at Macy's Backstage. Off price, on trend, arriving daily. Delays are heavy if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from Loyola to the airport. And delays pick back up 10 eastbound from City Park to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are solid from St. Bernard to the airport. If you're traveling on the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are gonna be heavy from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side, from just past Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City Connection, your delays are solid from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And delays pick back up on the westbound side along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. In the meantime, look out for accidents. City Park Avenue at Canal Boulevard. Also look out for an accident. Thalia at South Broad. Also look out for delays if you're traveling 12 eastbound along the North Shore from Madisonville to Abita Springs. And 12 westbound, your delays are steady from Covington to Madisonville. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. 
On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick and get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com that's acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, this is Eric Asher. If you know you'll be needing a new air conditioning system anytime soon, then you should call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating before the end of the year. Because on January 1st, new federal rules mean all AC contractors are no longer able to install the most affordable air conditioning systems. The team at Burkhardt has these affordable systems available for install right now. There's financing available too. So save by calling Burkhardt today or learn more at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. They were ordinary people, like you and me, whose stories inspire us to find strength within. The National World War II Museum. Find the extraordinary inside. Again, uh, if you're uh, on a day like today, where, again, they got the wet streets in New Orleans, why don't you try tire siping? At Southern Tire, they're your tire siping experts. Tire siping will include your, improve your gas mileage, traction on wet surfaces, and, of course, during the summertime, it'll manage the, 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 uh, uh, the, your tire heat in the dog days of summer of New Orleans summer. Uh, tire siping, again, will help you in, in, in stopping your car, and, of course, it also, again, uh, um, uh, gives you, again, extended life to the tire as well. Tire siping, you know where you get it? You get it at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504 737 558 is the phone number. Uh, again, owned by the Piazza family since 1972 at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, home of tire siping. All right. Um, uh, welcome back. Uh, today's program brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Remember, again, only uh, available for you until March of 2023. Get out there and enjoy a bottle of um, our good friends over at um, Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Uh, and um, it would be a great gift. It really would be a great gift for somebody that collects spirits, or again, if you want, if you're looking for a great spirit to enjoy, uh, Henry Stavtunia Jim. Um, Tulane. It was really good to hear Troy Dannon say on fourth down on four 
because uh, he's been on fourth down and 40. Jeff Duncan also interviewed him. Uh, that the athletic department did not wait until Georgia Tech came calling uh, to plan for, for Willie Fritz being in demand. I talked about it on the program. Go back. Listen to one of listen to a few of the podcasts. You'll hear me talking about that, saying that there's no way that Dannon, if he is a, worth his salt as an athletic director, as this team started stacking the wins, was not again figuring out that other teams are going to come calling for my coach, and I need to do something now to be able to make sure we can thwart that. Uh, now, with that said, the reason why Willie Fritz didn't leave Tulane is because he wouldn't didn't want, didn't want to leave his team. Again, that was that was vying for the American Athletic Championship when Georgia Tech wanted him to be able to be named the head coach uh, and, and not 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 playing the champ, not coach the championship game. Okay, so again, that showed his allegiance for his kids. Okay, and maybe his last shot at 62. Okay, maybe his last shot at 62. But according to Dannon, they're working on enhanced facilities, NIL collectives, and things that again a program needs to be successful in this NIL transfer uh, portal. Uh, era of college sports. You know what the first test is going to be? And I talked about it last week. Holding on to Michael Pratt. Okay? Um, Fritz could have bolted for more money and better facilities and a bigger budget at Georgia Tech. Tulane doesn't seem like, again, they're, 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 they're in the ballpark to be able to match even a bottom feeder in the American, uh, in, in, in the Athletic uh, Coast Conference, right, in the ACC. Okay? But I will say this. Because that's what Georgia Tech is, okay? Like I said, double the budget in football, double the budget to overall uh, in, in terms of athletics, uh, double, double the, uh, uh, the, the salary for their coaches. So Tulane's already said they can't compete there. But you know what Tulane can do? They can compete in the new American Athletic Conference. I said this when we were doing the research when, when, uh, when Georgia Tech came a-calling. The University of Texas San Antonio, which is coming into the American Athletic Conference this year, has a practice facility, has, again, a bigger budget than Tulane in, ter- in terms of, uh, of their athletic department and, their, and what, they're, what they're doing with football. And, and they have the amenities for, again, their players uh, that, 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 again, you have to have to compete in an NIL transfer portal type uh, college sports that we're in now. Okay? So they have more resources than Tulane, and that's a problem. Tulane has to make the commitment to spend at least what the top half of the American Athletic Conference are spending on the athletics and football, as well as match those facilities that the other schools have. Okay, that's that's the key here. Now, Pratt's, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Dannon said they're working toward that and that they had made promises to um, Willie Fritz about that. Hopefully that happens. As far as Pratt, I'm saying it again. Where there's smoke, there's fire. And the University of Florida is coming to call it. Uh, a lot of the fans already in Florida believe that he is a done deal. He will be at the University of Florida next season after the Cotton Bowl. I'll just say this right now. The deep-pocketed alumni at Tulane, those that own business here in New Orleans, those that are up in the Northeast with big, big money, uh, you got to get involved at NI Collective, NIL Collective, and you have to make it tough for him to bypass his senior year in both the Florida. Look, there's no guarantee that if he goes to Florida, he's going to flourish. There's no guarantee if he goes to Florida, he's going to beat out uh, the, the quarterbacks that are there. And then he's going to be able to compete at an SEC level. I think he can. But I know he can compete at the American Athletic Conference level. And I know, again, he can win that conference next year. And if the NFL, if you're good enough, they'll find you. Yes, there are going to be defections off this two-lane team. Guys that are going pro, guys, again, that their, their eligibility is done. There's no doubt about it. It's going to be a different uh, type situation. 
but they have to make a stand here. They got to prove to all the big programs that, again, that want to poach their, their their best players, that Tulane will do what it, what it has to do to be able to compete. Okay, they're going to do what it, what they have to do to be able to compete year in year out. Okay, uh, and, and again, the Cotton Bowl shouldn't be looked at as a one off. Okay, this Tulane team, this program. In the new Athletic American Conference, with the expanded playoffs coming, can be a playoff team year in, year out. Okay? If the commitment is there. If the commitment is there. And that's the big question here. Okay? Now let's see if, again, if Dannon and the Tulane family are willing to commit to winning. And the best and the first commitment was to be able to hold on to Willie Fritz and to make the promises there. The second one to me, the litmus test is, can you hold on to Michael Pratt? Can you make Michael Pratt see that Tulane is the best place for him and not bolting to the SEC for his senior year? We shall see. As far as the Pels go, they plummeted back to earth, okay, on this road trip. They lost to Utah twice, and then, of course, they lost to Phoenix on Saturday night. They got a re- – uh, they, look, first of all, they're getting out-rebounded, especially on the offensive glass, okay? Uh, the three-point shot has been inconsistent. They're turning the ball over too much, um, and it, it's been an issue. Those are when the Pels are making winning or playing winning basketball. They're not doing that. They're rebounding. They're winning on the offensive glass. Uh, they're knocking the three-point shot down consistently, and yes, they're not turning the ball over. Well, that's the recipe for success. It's been a tough road swing, but a blip on the radar screen for the big season. Okay, Pels just have to make the necessary changes to get back to winning. Utah was a bad matchup, okay? They swept the season series as much as it pains me, okay? They just are. You got to figure it out again. If you have to see them in the playoffs, how you're going to beat them. Booker went off of 58, okay? Tip of the cap. You just tip the cap, right? You tip the cap, okay? But what ails the Pelicans can be fixed. Number one, Ingram's got to get back on the floor, okay? Look, this I won't play unless I'm 100% is getting old. It's getting old. I love the player, okay? But again, He's got that, he's got that, that uh, reputation down. I'm not getting on the floor unless I'm 100%. Nobody's 100% in professional sports. The rest is just playing smart basketball. Effort. Rebounding is about boxing out. It's about effort. Not turning the ball over is about concentration and basketball IQ. Okay? Defense is about effort and energy. And sometimes the three ball doesn't fall for you. But, again, this can't be an ongoing thing. I think things can get better when Ingram returns, but he's got to get back on the on the floor. I think what ails the, the Pels is really fixable. I don't think this is something that you got to get no panic about, okay? I think Green and his staff just have to reset, get back to Pels basketball, starting tonight, sold out Smoothie King Center. The Bucks are coming to town. That's a tough, tough team leading the East, leading the entire Eastern Conference. But I'm not panicking. I told you last Monday what the deal was. Even before Willie Green told you, okay? This season, the Pels are learning how to win. Okay, we're seeing it with the early success this season. But now they have to learn, again, how to deal with success. That means the next step is they are no longer a secret. Teams will take them seriously, game in, game out. And they're going to get every team's best effort night in, night out. So, again, even to go there, again, at this point, um, in, in a situation, uh where uh, they've lost their last three games on the road. Uh, tough places to play, no doubt. Uh, they're, they're still among the best in the, in the NBA. They're 18 and 11. 
They're one game behind Memphis for first place in the Western Division, and uh, that's not a bad place to be. That's not a bad place to be. They just got to tweak what they've been doing. They got to get Ingram back on the court and get back to playing Pell's basketball. Hopefully they do that tonight. All right. Don't forget also about my friends over at Dave Miet Insurance. You know, um, I'm just going to tell you right now, I was one of those um, individuals after paying my insurance premiums for the last seven years to my insurance company since we moved into this house. Uh, we make one claim, and the insurance company dropped us this past year. Uh, I, I, was, I was just blown away, okay? Absolutely blown away. Um, Dave Miet was there for me throughout the process. I thought I was going to end up, again, in, in the state program. Dave worked tirelessly. Okay, over the last month to find me a legitimate insurance company that would, again, w- w- would insure my home. It's the attention to detail you get with Dave Mead Insurance. It's not just because I'm, you know, again, I, I, I'm a spokesman for his company. He literally did this. There were, there were at least 20 to 25 um, of his customers that got the same letter that I got uh, from the same insurance company. And, and ultimately, he had to scramble. Um, he, again, he found sufficient coverage uh, for me uh, for this year. And I don't have to go into the state program now. Now, my man doesn't have to go back into, into the pool next year. And be, uh, but right now, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I've got a, I've got a solid company uh, that, that is, that is uh, accredited, A1, et cetera. And Dave went through above and beyond to find it for me. Let Dave Miet be your insurance agent. He can do that for you. Again, call, click, or come in today, D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S agency.com, 504-556-0809. Or meet with him at his office on Veterans Next to Shogun. If your insurance agent is not going the extra mile when it comes to putting in a claim, following up with that claim, helping you again through the claim, or again, if you have the unfortunate issue like I did where your insurance company drops you, and, he, and again, instead of, again, just saying, oh, well, you got to go into the state program. No, working tirelessly to find, again, a top insurance company that would, 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 would cover us. That's what I call attention to detail. That's what I call, again, going above and beyond. Dave Miet will do that for you. All you got to do is do is give him a call. 504-556-0809. If your insurance agent's not doing that for you, why don't you try my insurance agent, Dave Miet, Dave Miet Insurance. 504-556-0809. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Today's program brought to you by Hendrick Stemp Jr. Jen, what a great gift it would be for the spirit lover in, in your life, whether against friends, family, maybe it's a coworker, somebody, again, that, that appreciates a fine spirit and a one-of-a-kind spirit. Uh, that is, again, Henry Steptunia Gin, only on the um, shelves until March of 2023. Great presentation in terms of bottle, fantastic flavor profile. Get out there and get Henry Steptunia Gin while you can. Henry Steptunia Gin, proud sponsor of our Monday's program. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. 
Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished. in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick and get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861 Roof. That's 861 76 this is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Starting this Wednesday, grab the family and head to the convention center for the return of New Orleans Christmas Fest with ice skating, holiday treats, adult cocktails, and more. And celebrate the holiday on the day after Christmas by heading to the Fairgrounds Racecourse for the Road to the Derby kickoff day on December 26th. For more ideas on what to do this holiday season, log on to whereyat.com and sign up for the Whereyat Weekly E-Blast and have the latest news sent directly to your inbox. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. Hey folks, don't forget about Burkhardt. If you know you'll need a new air conditioning system anytime soon, call my friends at Burkhardt. On January 1st, the minimum efficiency ratings are changing. That means AC contractors can no longer install the most affordable air conditioning systems, and prices are going to increase. The teams at Burkhardt have these affordable systems to install right now. All you do is call Burkhardt, and while supplies last, you can save. Financing is available with credit approval. 
you're looking for a new system, now is the time to call Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Henrik Stoptunia Gin. Again, Henrik Stoptunia Gin, uh, one of a kind. Uh, gin only on the shelves until March of 2023. Uh, get out there and, uh, again, enjoy a bottle of Henrik Stoptunia Gin and give it as a gift this holiday season. We'll be right back. Silver Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Studios. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app. We are the beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple.
Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you. Four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Boy, so blessed. So many ways to catch the program. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms. Free download for your smartphone or tablet. NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on all podcasting platforms. Uh, always on our uh, social media platforms as well, at Eric underscore um, uh, Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. So you can also join the conversation there. Uh, so a lot of ways to catch our program. We appreciate uh, you listening, uh, no matter where you listen, no matter where you pick the show up at. Thank you so much for uh, listening to our program. Please spread the word. Uh, also, uh, this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Gus Cattengill, ESPN 100.3, will join us on the program. Uh, that is Thursday at 1 o'clock, uh, also live streaming at 1 o'clock on WLAE-TV. Uh, and then, of course, the rebroadcast happened uh, 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on The Deuce, that's WLAE-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, always at ericasher.com, always on our social media platforms. And always on the WLAE-TV YouTube page, as well as er- er- ericasher.com. So check us out. Uh, set your DVR. A lot, of, a lot of things happening during this holiday season. Uh, maybe you can't catch the, the, the program uh, live or again, um, or maybe again on, on our, one of our rebroadcasts. So set your DVR, and that way you got it, uh, and you can check it out at your leisure. Uh, today's program brought to you by our good friends over again at William Grant, and of course, uh, specifically Henry Steptunia Gin. Uh, it is, first of all, flying off the shelves. Uh, so when I tell you that it's become one of the highest-selling limited edition spirits in the super premium gen, gen category. That means get out there and get it now. It's only on the market till March of 2023. Leslie Gracie, uh, the master distiller over at Henrik's Gen, uh, was given the opportunity uh, on a yearly basis to go out, do some experimentation, and, and to come out again with, again, these uh, uh, limited edition spirits um, in the super premium gin category. Henrik's had Midsummer Solstice, Lunar, uh, they again, all of them have done very, very well on the market. Uh, again, uh, breaking records, and uh, this is no different. Um, uh, Leslie Gracie walks the uh, uh, Scottish seaside, came up with the idea of again doing something based on again the uh, botanicals that you get from the from the sea. Uh, so again, she came up with again Henry Septunia Gin, notes of coastal freshness, balanced with French notes of citrus, alluring, alluring juniper, juniper character, lengthened by deep earthly notes of locally sourced seaside uh, botanicals right from Scotland, uh, fresh coastal herbs, and it came up with again an unmistakable cr- uh, crisp citrus finish uh, that is good for any time, any season, and um, the fact that again it's only on the shelves for a year. And, and it's done so well, um, I will tell you now, it's, it's a great gift for someone that, that enjoys a fine spirit, a gin drinker uh, that, that maybe is, uh, is in your family or, again, uh, in your circle, or, again, maybe not. Just, again, loves to be able to have, uh, again, a one-of-a-kind spirit that they can have on their bar. The presentation is beautiful, as most of, the, again, the, uh, I could say all of the William Grant products are. They, they, they pride themselves in the presentation of the bottle. They, they stick out on a bar. I mean, you have a bar, you can see it, you stick out. And, again, it, 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 and then, of course, a collector's item because, again, it's a one-of-a-kind. 
And when it's gone, it's gone. You'll never be able to get it again. So, you know, if you enjoy it, stock up on it. But it's also nice to be able to give as a gift. And with the knowledge of knowing that you're giving this uh, this individual uh, a one-of-a-kind spirit that's only going to be in the market for a short time, uh, that ultimately, again, they can, they can talk about and enjoy themselves. Uh, get out there and get it at your favorite spirit store. Hey, demand it at your favorite restaurant or bar along with all the William Grant products. Uh, again, uh, Henry Step Jr. Jen, part of the portfolio of William Grant. All right, um, in this half hour, we're going to be joined by uh, Jimmy Detail Smith of, of, uh, of Tiger Details. We'll be talking Tigers with him. And then we'll finish up with, again, award-winning journalist Leslie of um, Crescent Sports uh, and Saturday Down South, also accomplished author. Les will join us at 535, and uh, we will discuss um, Primarily Saints and Pelicans with him, but if we have a chance, we'll talk about Tulane going to the Cotton Bowl as well. Um, don't forget also about my good friends over at, um, at Suburban Roofing and Siding. Uh, so many people are dealing with the aftermath of the tornado. Again, maybe you had uh, damage, uh, severe damage, or maybe you had some damage on your roof. I want to just say this. You call any roofer you want, but I, again, would recommend Suburban Roofing and Siding. Uh, 504-861-ROOF, locally owned and operated by, again, my good friend Marty Scoggins um, for over 20 years. They've been re-roofing South Louisiana for over 20 years. They know what it takes, again, to put a roof on in South Louisiana. Uh, they're fully licensed, insured, a member of the Better Business Bureau, one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by Shingo Manufacturers. That allows you, the customer, to qualify for the manufacturer's extended warranty. Uh, Marty's reliable, honest, stands behind all suburban roofing's quality workmanship, and, of course, uh, his skilled crews have been with him for decades. Uh, they, they are experts in all types of roofs. We'll even hand nail your roof. Marty put a roofing shingle on my home that is the most wind-resistant shingle on the market. I'm going to save money on my insurance. Not just that. Again, the attention to detail. Uh, and then, of course, working with my insurance company to make sure that, that, they, that, that they bought the roof. Okay, when, when they turned me down three times, Marty went up uh, and uh, with uh, the adjuster, showed them why, again, I needed a new roof, and the insurance company ended up paying for the new roof. Um, don't call. Uh, you can call anybody you want, but don't sign that contract with any other company until you call my friends at Suburban Roofing and Siding, especially if you're dealing with the aftermath of the storm or you know you need a new roof. Uh, let Marty come out and give you a price. 504-861-ROOF. That's 504-861-ROOF. Okay. Uh, let's head to the guest line. Joining us in the program from uh, TigerDetails.com. Also a guy, that, again, that, that puts together one of the, one of the best uh, seven-on-seven uh, teams out there, the, the, boot, the Louisiana bootleggers. Uh, it's Jimmy Detail Smith. He joins us on the program. Jimmy, how are you? Oh, brother. Doing well. How are you these days? Doing fantastic, my friend. Uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas to you and your family. And look, before we get started, I, I did. You had a tryout on on the 18th uh, for the bootleggers. And for those that don't know about it, one of the most dominant programs we've seen in Louisiana on seven on seven has been the Louisiana bootleggers. Tell us all about it. Yeah, so it was interesting. Buddy uh, called me about I think it was about 15 years ago. Said I have an idea to put together seven on seven travel football camps. You know, similar to what you see in AAU and so on. And at that time, there were no teams. So the first event was just a whole bunch of kids. And then guys like me and, and guys within the company coaching the teams ourselves and kind of putting them together on the fly. And then there was a lot of interest. And so we knew at that point it was time to build teams. Well, it only made sense as a Louisiana native to start one here. And so uh, we started that team, I think, in 2009. Uh, first team had, you know, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, 
Amir Abdullah, James Bradbury, two kids from Alabama that needed help wow. with recruiting, played with us. So that was the first team. So that was kind of launched the program off, you know. And for the last 13, 14 years, the team travels around the country to top events. And a lot of the names you know um, from Louisiana prep sports have, have put on uniforms at one time for the bootleggers, whether it's Jamar Chase or or uh, Derek Stingley and, and Leonard Fournette. And all these guys at one time or another have put on those uniforms. So it's been fun to watch. Um, I've been to a lot of those events. And I get to see those kids competing, Louisiana's top athletes competing against kids from Miami to Texas to California. It's just an interesting dynamic that you don't really get to see much, and uh, it's unique to 7-on-7. Seven seven. Now, you have trials this week. Is that the final trial? Will you have more trials down the line? How can fo- how, a parent that's listening right now that has a son that, that again, that, that they think is good enough to maybe qualify to play for the bootleggers, how can they get involved? Yeah, so, you know, the way it's kind of structured now, there's a whole bunch of different regions um, throughout the state. There's a lot of 7-on-7 teams now, of course, it was the only team for years, but now you're looking at probably 12, 14 programs statewide, and within those programs, there's different age groups. So um, the bootleggers are, are structured regionally, so there's regional teams um, from the River Parishes team, the NOLA bootleggers, uh, bootleggers north, and so on and so on. And then there's a bootleggers national team. The best way to reach out would probably be on Twitter, um, at LA bootleggers, and uh, just send a message, and, and those, those kids from those regions and those age groups, and will kind of get, you know, shoved to the next guy from there and, and, and start networking and, and looking at further tryouts. I think some of these regional programs still have more tryout dates um, right. and, and things like that. So there's a bunch of programs within it now, um, just kind of utilizing the platform to help elevate uh, today's youth and, and throughout the state. Well, again, it's an outstanding program, and again, uh, and, and renowned as well. So, again, you did a fantastic job with it, obviously. Um, I wanted to start, again, uh, I'll tell, first of all, tell folks about your site, because I'd like them to be able to go to your site, because I want to get into some recruiting. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, Julie Bodwin does a great job um, leading the recruiting coverage. Uh, you know, I've been at it for quite some time myself now, and, and it covers any and everything LSU, um, but the emphasis really on the back, behind-the-scenes stuff, you know, uh, is, is a lot of he- LSU-heavy recruiting information um, through the forums and message boards. And on there, there's a lot of tidbits that are, are, are kind of related to, to members within the community. And, and it's a pretty active community. Been a while for quite some time um, and continuing to thrive. So I uh, really enjoy doing it because you get to cover more than just um, just football, you know, worked for yes. TimesPeakUnola.com for a while, and mm-hmm. it was just yep. covering recruiting and nothing beyond that. And and a site like this lets us tap into a little bit of everything. And, and then give some of those information that we might not want to share publicly, we can give to a select few, and those are the members of the site. Beautiful. Let's first of all talk about, again, a kid coming home from Edna, Edna Carr, Aaron Anderson, coming back to LSU. Talk about it. Yeah, I think that's an element they needed. You know, it's a very good receiving core this year, but what we didn't see was a ton of yak, yards after catch. You didn't see guys that could create. You didn't see dynamic return, man. LSU struggled um, on the on, and kick and punt returns all year, um, juggling guys in and out of the lineup. So I think Aaron Anderson gives you something you don't have. Uh, he, he should walk in probably first-team return, man. He'll probably be battling Landon Ibieta, I think. Uh, for that spot, who's going to give him a real good push, who's been really good in bowl practices this week. So, uh, And then he gives you a guy that can create in space. You know, I mean, Keyshawn Boutte is more of a open field straight line runner. He's got really good speed. Malik Neighbors has some quick twitch and some elusiveness in the open field, but isn't 
really dynamic. Isn't a guy that's going to catch a hitch and possibly bring it 60 yards. Um, I think Aaron Anderson gives LSU uh, that element. And, and, you know, it's always good. I think Frank Wilson probably played a huge role in this and, and going back into Louisiana and some of these, these prized uh, programs and getting a guy back from Carr that, that chose Alabama over Carr and only a year later is saying, no, no, I want to come back home. I think that also helps in its own way on the recruiting trail. So big win for LSU, and I think he's going to be a valuable piece for them moving forward. That wide receiving core is stacked, especially when it you talk is. about the high school signees they're bringing in, right? Yeah, I mean, Shelton Sampson's dynamic, you know. Um, you know, listed at 6'4", I think he's 6'3", but still really good size, 185, 190 pounds, but can really run, really fluid, really athletic, dynamic ball skills. I mean, this guy's going to be able to make an impact as a freshman on. Uh, and then you look at guys like Jalen Brown from, from Miami, who was a coveted recruit, five-star by some services, very highly recruited guy. Um, another 6-2 burner that can really stretch the defense. So I think they're not only building a really deep group of receivers, but there's all the different types now. You have the big body red zone targets. You, you have the well-rounded guys that can do a little bit of everything. You have the speedsters to take off the top of the defense, and then you've got guys like Aaron Anderson uh, that can create an open field. So I think um, it's just having you know a good versatile group as much as the depth are, is really going to pay off long term. Let's talk about the defensive backfield, specifically a couple players who are non-committed right now but are LSU leans, Desmond Ricks out of IMG Academy and Isaac Smith out of, out of Fulton, Mississippi. Yeah, I talked to Isaac, um, you know, as he was rounded off his visit uh, this week in LSU. And, you know, I've known him for quite some time on the 7-on-7 circuit. He's, he was active there and a dynamic player and just a really good safety, uh, you know, probably would be a guy that would contend for that number 18 jersey throughout his career. Um, just a, a real leader. Uh, I've been around him, and I've heard him barking at teammates about drinking carbonated drinks on game day. He's one of those types, right? So, uh, But really seemed to enjoy his visit. Uh, had a really good time. Of course, he had the exit visit, and they were pushing for some information. And uh, I, I got the feeling that LSU's definitely in this. Um, but that he wasn't walking away 100% sure yet. And Isaac's the kind of guy that's not going to rush anything. He's going to be methodical in his approach. So, um, But if I were to put in a crystal ball right now or a future cast right now on rivals, I would do so uh, in favor of LSU. And, and Desmond Ricks, and another dynamic guy, played at IMG, originally from the Virginia area, um, five-star by most services, uh, changed his – he was a 2024 recruit and reclassified as 2023, but – a well-rounded guy that has the physicality and all the athleticism you would hope for in, in an elite corner and a guy that could probably play early in his career. And LSU is going to need guys to step in early next year in that secondary. Uh, and with those two, I think you have a, a high floor there as well as high ceilings. Um, so, you know, those are very big recruits down the stretch here for, for the Tigers. Jimmy Smith of uh, Tiger Details is our guest. Um, Jimmy, all things point to Jaden Daniels returning next year for, again, uh, for his fifth year, for his senior year. Um, what do you think happens with the domino effect now with Nussmeyer and Walker Howard? Yeah, I, I, I don't – it would be tough to see all three come out of the spring and be content going into fall. I think in today's environment, it's, you know, it's safe to, to assume that and be presumptuous in the fact that one's likely to leave. And, and I think that's probably going to play out in time. I think it's going to be tough for anybody to append 
up in Jaden Daniels from that starting job and pulling him out of it. They, they, you know, help talk him into returning. So he's coming in as the starter. And so now someone's going to have to, to knock him off. And that's going to be tough. Um, I think, you know, maybe a Walker Howard has more time in front of him. It would probably be more content long term. Um, you know, but Garrett Nussmeyer, who knows? You know, that's, that's personal within those guys. Are they content with only having a year or two remaining, um, getting that nod, or, or are they looking for playing time and want to have that, that long, illustrious college career? So um, yeah, they're going to have to work hard to keep all three. I just don't see it happening at today's age. It's hard to get guys that can be starters or push for starting playing time at other programs to sit and wait. Uh, and develop within your program, you're just not going to have a lot of those program types. And uh, I would think, you know, at the end of the spring, you'd likely see one of those guys uh, put their name into the, the portal. What's your gut? Is it Nussmeyer? Is it Howard? Who who do you think the Tigers will put the, the, the full court press on to stay if they had to make a choice? <sighs> you know, it probably would largely depend on how quickly Howard can come along. Of course, he's got all the uh, athletic ability in the world and a lot of upside. Um, but, you know, it really takes a, a while for a lot of these guys to turn into a college-ready quarterback. So, um, you know, I, if they had to put the full core press on one, I think they would probably feel more content doing so with a guy that's already seen snaps on the field. And that's my honestly and just having that safety net. And, mm-hmm. and you kind of worry about the future tomorrow in today's day and age. You don't have to recruit and develop guys. You can go grab a starter out of the portal. So, right. so I don't think teams are as concerned about losing that, that vertical depth down towards that, that third-string guy that they need to develop. I don't think teams are as concerned about that as they used to be. Um, now they can just go and grab a Jaden Daniels, right, who is a, a longtime starter at Arizona who, who – obviously offers some dynamic ability for this offense. So, uh, yeah, I think they would put that pressure on Nussmeyer in the end, but I think Walker Howard, um, being with his LSU ties, might even try to ride it out and see if he could be the next Mm -hmm. guy in line. I think I read 19 uh, players in the transfer portal for LSU right now. Um, I made a comment uh, about a week ago that, again, that's just, you know, I don't want to say it's it's Kelly weeding out, again, his team, but it's also maybe Kelly taking a hard look at the players on that roster and, and again, now coming to the, to the conclusion that uh, with the players we have coming in, the players we're going after, these guys are no longer going to be able to have the opportunity to get playing time and giving them the opportunity to go into the portal uh, to be able to find another school to go play at. Is, is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I think, you know, it's probably more of a case-by-case basis, but generally speaking, I think there's definitely a lot of that going on. Um, if you know a guy gives his heart and soul, but at the end of the day, is is kind of buried, and the opportunities might be better for him elsewhere. Um, having those real moments and conversations with him, if they, if they're showing signs of, um, you know, concern whether, regarding their future and whether they should stay or consider the portal, you know, maybe you you open up those doors and of honesty and 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 really come to a man to man. And and it sounds like some of those conversations have been had, and and I think that kind of shows to the you know, honest upfront approach that Brian Kelly tries to take, uh, accountability and all of those things and being able to connect with your players on a level that, that might not be in your best interest at that moment, but um, seeing a bigger picture uh, that involves the, the lives of these young men. So, yeah, I think there's been um, some attrition, but I 
I don't think it's anything that's really going to upset the program or, or make things more difficult for them moving forward. I think a lot of these coaches and Brian Kelly uh, leading the charge, you know, wants to build the program in their image and their kind of guys. Yes. And, and ultimately, uh, that's something most coaches want to do when they take over a program. Uh, I think I read what was 73 total scholarship players this year. You can correct me if I'm wrong on that. Do you feel like they will get to 85? Now, we know, again, there's no longer the 25 uh, you know, cap on the, on the signees now. You just can't go over 85. Do you think they'll get to the 85 at the end of the, end of the year? And if I'm wrong on the 73, please correct me there. No, I think you're right on that 73 number. Um, and I, would, I, would, I don't expect them to get to 85. I don't. But I think they're going to kind of maybe chop that number in half, be in the high 70s as they rebuild the depth throughout the thing. And the thing is, you don't want to rush either. You don't want to take guys just to fill spots anymore um, because there's so many open doors throughout the year uh, through the portal. And, you know, it just changes so much. And early signees and so on um, to where you don't feel the need to really rush to fill all 85 as some programs used to and just basically hold on to everything you can. Well, you know you're not going to be able to hold on to guys sitting third and fourth on that depth chart for four years, so why stress about it? So I I do think they're going to get to 78, 79, somewhere around that number. Uh, And and you'll see it play out on the field. You'll see more depth at some of these positions. You'll see more depth on the D-line next year, more guys in the rotation, things like that, Uh, and, and probably see a little more depth in the secondary, albeit a lot of it fresh faces and, and, and a lot of young blood out there. But, um, yeah, you're going to see it start playing out, but I don't think they're en route to 85 this year. Based on needs as we sit here today, what's the biggest positional needs for this team? Man, I really think it's, it's that secondary. I mean, there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of new faces, a lot of inexperience. There isn't a lot of young depth that they're developing in those positions. Corey Raymond leaving uh, when he did – there, that wasn't a big signing class. One of those guys, uh, Jarius McGee's already transferred or already in the portal. So, uh, you know, I, they're going to have to bring in two or three guys that are going to play significant time, possibly even starters, in that portal, in that secondary. Now it is LSU, DBU, as they say. It's an attractive program for a lot of defensive backs. Um, but they're going to need young guys in the recruiting class and this transfer portal to step up next year and be a uh, big-time contributor. So I think moving forward, that's a big need. Still need a little more depth at tight end. Um, you know, Cole Taylor entering the portal. Uh, now you have Mason Taylor returning basically almost nothing afterwards. You have Jack Mashburn, a former walk-on, who's proven to be a, a guy that can be valuable at times. But, um, you know, he's not the future at that position. So there's not a lot of depth there. I think those two are really the biggest needs at this point. I think there's some good, solid starters and depth on that offensive line. They'll probably try to add to that as well. Um, but overall, I think, you know, they're, they've slowly rebuilt this team to where, you know, there's some needs, but it's not as, it doesn't have that feeling and sense of desperation that it did a year ago. Like, if they don't get a guy here, things could fall apart. Um, I think they've done a really good job rebuilding this roster. Uh, final question. Uh, LSU in, in, in the Citrus Bowl against Purdue. Talk a little bit about the matchup. Yeah, I think it's I, – I like to see these bowl games because you you get to often see some new faces. Some of the younger guys that, that get first-team reps. Uh, you know, you heard Brian Kelly talking about how he let the young guys scrimmage and, and get a lot of first-team, you know, more significant practice reps than in, year, in practices past. So I'm, I'm anxious to see – some of these young faces for LSU, does a guy like Landon Ibietta get an opportunity after 
having a really good scrimmage the other day, does he get an opportunity to to possibly return punts and kicks and, and things of that nature? And then, you know, with Jaden Daniels, knowing he's returning and not having that stress lingering over him, is he going to play maybe more more free and more relaxed style of football, you know, knowing what his future is and, and so on. So, um, and, and just how, how do you finish? You know, this isn't really, a, I mean, it's a big game in the sense that, you know, it's a bowl game, right? Every kid dreams of playing in games and so on. But I mean, there's, it's not really significant. It's not going to change anything. So right. why are they going to show up and play hard? Does Brian Kelly sell the message and get them to really show up and try to dominate this game and take over this game because if LSU executes and plays physical football, they should beat this team by double digits, in my opinion. Yep. So will that team show up? Will they buy in and give it their all in this contest? That's the thing that probably intrigues me most. Well, you don't want three losses in a row. And that, 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 goes, no. I mean, that, that goes a long way in, 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 in maybe turning this thing around because it's the last thing, again, for a really good turnaround season. You finish up with three losses. That's not the way you want to go out, no doubt about it. Jimmy, thanks as always, man. Always appreciate your time. Why don't you tell the folks once again how folks can subscribe to your site? Yeah, go to TigerDetails.com. It'll give you the option to sign up. You can buy monthly or annually. The monthly's are going to be nine ninety nine. annual ninety nine ninety nine for the year. Great. Christmas gift, probably going to roll off a sale here soon again. Um, so if you're looking for a special offer, maybe be a little patient. One's likely to roll out. But, yeah, anytime you want, you can sign up on the site. And for less than 10 bucks a month, get uh, some, some elite LSU insider coverage. Thanks for your time, brother. Appreciate it very much. A Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you and your family. Merry Christmas to you, brother. Take care. There he goes. Uh, again, Jimmy Smith. Again, uh, Tiger Details. All right. When we come back, we'll be joined by Les East, award-winning journalist, uh, accomplished author. We'll be talking Saints and Pelicans with him. Hope to get into some Tulane Cotton Bowl as well. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a generator for your home or your business, uh, and, of course, what, uh, 10,000 people in Lakeview today, uh, again, no power. Come on. It can happen anytime, uh, and you just can't trust the grid anymore. Uh, if you're a business owner, how could you even take a chance now today in, um, in not having a backup power source uh, so that you can keep your business doors open? And, of course, as, as a homeowner, it's a prerequisite now uh, to be able to have a, a generator for your home uh, to, be able to make sure the power stays on year-round. At Burkhart, they have you covered. Right now, before the end of the year, you can save $1,750 and a free 10-year warranty uh, from a Generac generator. Also, at Generac, uh, you can get financing available for your, for your generator as well. At Burkhart, they do the new install quality check after one month. And uh, of course, at Burkhart, they also uh, will sit down with you, do a single day install. Uh, remember, all, their, all, all, all the parts you need for your generator is right there at their warehouse in Mandeville, ready for you. If you need emergency service, they have 24-7 emergency service. They will also maintain that generator for you. Year-round, you have to maintain it like a car engine. Uh, their crews will do that for you. Their crews take care of everything, planning, permitting, inspection. They have a dedicated generator team uh, that, again, does it all for you and will, again, put that generator where it needs to be up to code so your family is safe. Uh, at Burkhardt, again, uh, they offer a single-day install. That means a single-day install. And, of course, peace of mind of knowing that, again, Burkhardt is standing behind all of their work. Looking for a Generac generator? Think Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Hendricks and Tunia Gym. Again, uh, fast becoming, again, one of the top uh, sellers when it comes to, again, the uh, limited edition gin, um, uh, premium gin market. 
Um, folks, I'm telling you right now, it would be a great stocking stuffer, a gift for someone in your family or friends or circle that uh, really enjoys a fantastic spirit. If they're a gin drinker, that's a plus. If they're not, they really don't have to be because this is a fantastic cocktail and a fantastic, I mean, a fantastic cocktail maker and a fantastic gin. Uh, remember, notes of coastal freshness balanced with, again, fresh notes of citrus, alluring, alluring juniper character, linked them by deep earthly notes of locally sourced seaside botanicals right there from the coast of Scotland, fresh coastal herbs, unmistakable crisp finish, Leslie Gracie, uh, the master distiller over at, at Henrik's Gin, has put together a phenomenal gin, uh, much like Midsummer Solstice and Lunar, uh, highest-selling limited-edition spirit in the super-premium gin category. Get it now. Get it while you can. Only around to March of 2023. Henrik's Neptunia Gin, proud sponsor of our Monday program. Leslie's is next. I'm Eric Asher. Don't move. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Mucinex Fast Max Cold and Flu All-in-One. Skip the symptoms, not the celebration. Celebrate comeback season with Mucinex Fast Max Cold and Flu All-in-One. Its maximum strength formula tackles up to nine cold and flu symptoms. Try Mucinex All-in-One and get $5 cash back to celebrate your comeback. Visit FastMaxCashBack.com to learn more. Use as directed. Delays are heavy if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from Loyola to the high-rise. 10 westbound, your delays are heavy from Elysian Fields to the airport. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Also look out for delays on the 610 on the eastbound side from Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection, your delays are steady from Stumpf Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. In the meantime, look out for an accident Earhart Boulevard at Joliet. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick and get you back up and running. 
If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. They were ordinary people like you and me whose stories inspire us to find strength within. The National World War II Museum. Find the extraordinary inside. Before you drive me nuts. Three French breads. Two Jack's recipe. For the crawfish they caught in Araby. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Today's program brought to you by Henriks Neptunia Gin. Remember, Henriks Neptunia Gin for the upcoming holiday season, whether you're heading to a, your favorite uh, spirit store to grab uh, uh, some great spirits for as gifts, or again, maybe you're heading to a uh, party or two. Uh, again, bring Henrik Neptunia Gin with you. Uh, you'll be glad you did. Again, limited, limited edition spirit only on the market till March of 2023. Uh, again, uh, so that is uh, Henrik's Neptunia Gin. All right. Uh, I want to thank uh, Jimmy Smith for joining us on the program. Uh, now uh, award-winning journalist and accomplished author Les East joined us on the program. Les, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well, Eric. How are you? Doing great, Les. Thanks, as always. Certainly appreciate you always, again, uh, being there when I call, whether it's on the TV or the radio show. One of our favorite guests, and we thank you for being with us. Glad to do it anytime. Before we get started, tell the folks about your book. It is, again, the holiday season. Uh, some folks are looking for last-minute gifts uh, for stocking stuffers, etc. cetera. Uh, your book would be a fantastic gift. Tell us all about it. Yeah, thanks, Eric. It's uh, called uh, Donkeys, Elephants, and Giraffes. It's a novel. It's uh, centered on politics and the media, but it has a, a, a sports angle to it as well. And uh, so hopefully folks who have an interest in any of those topics uh, we'll find something enjoyable in it. Uh, it's available on all of the uh, major online platforms, uh, barnesandnoble.com, amazon.com, etc. I'd like to start off with, again, the Pelicans today. Pelicans, again, struggling a little bit with with their West Coast swing. But nothing that, again, they can't fix. Uh, you know, the rebounding, the tur- especially on the offensive boards, uh, getting, getting um, a beat, uh, the turnovers. Uh, and, and, of course, the three-point line. Uh, talk a little bit about this, this Pelican team so far this season. And as we try to, as we get now again, uh, what, uh, into the, into really to the second quarter of the season and beyond, uh, your thoughts on, again, uh, what this team has to do to be cons- consistently at the top of the uh, Western Conference? Well, I think uh, the, the thing that, that – Probably, I, I thought, was the, the, the one common thread in the, the, the tough road trip that they just had here recently was really the defense. I don't think they played defense as well. You pointed out some other things. Certainly, turnovers were an issue here and there, rebounding, uh, especially giving up offensive rebounds. But I think uh, big picture-wise, I think it was probably 
the defense that that I thought was the the biggest problem in there. I but I don't think anything that happened um, is something that's cause for alarm or anything that's chronic or anything that was exposed. I just think they they had some bad or inconsistent performances against good teams. And that's going to happen from time to time in an 82-game season. I do think this team is ahead of where I thought it would be at this point in the season. And when you factor in the injuries, especially the the ones that have kept Brandon Ingram out, uh, I think they've done really well to this point. So I don't see anything to be discouraged about. Uh, but they they need to get uh, Ingram back here soon, and I think they need to just tighten up their defense compared to what it was on that road trip. And uh, I think they'll be fine. They just have they have too much depth and they're too well coached not to have a successful season. I 100% agree. Is there a missing? I don't want to say a missing link, but is there something missing on this team that you think they need to get before the trading deadline? Is it another three-point shooter? Is it is it is it a three and D guy? Is it a defender? Uh, do they need more rebounding, especially if if Alan Tunis is, is is not on the floor? I mean, we've seen again Larry Nance do a yeoman's job, but again after him, there's just not much there. If if they're putting together a championship team and making a run, is there is there one more piece out there that they can utilize? Well, I think almost any team, uh, except maybe the Warriors, can always use another three-point shooter. Uh, and, and that's something that that's not their biggest strength, although I think they've gotten better over the last year or two at that. I, I think they can probably overcome that, but if they were going to add something, I think another three-point shooter uh, would be helpful. You know, I think in an athletic big who can rebound uh, inside might be helpful coming off the bench. You know, Larry Nance is that to some degree. Valentunas is certainly their best rebounder, but he's not a guy who's athletic. And when he and Williamson are on the court at the same time, that creates some issues uh, defensively. So if they could get a big who's athletic and could add to the rebounding and maybe play a little more effectively on the defensive end with Williamson, that would be helpful, but uh, there aren't a lot of those guys just hanging around uh, that, that are going to be available for a cheap price. Right, which means you have to give up something, and are you willing to do that, especially, again, with the possibility of getting a lottery pick uh, for, from the Lakers, and you want to hold on to that. And, look, the one thing they've got on this team right now is great camaraderie. They get along well together, and the chemistry is there. Do you really want to mess with that when things are going so well? Well, yeah, that, that's the real key there is that they're not in a position where they they have to do something. They're, they're just looking to, to try and upgrade in an area if they can do it in a sensible manner. But you're right. You don't want to mess with the chemistry they have. Uh, they have a lot of combinations that work on this team. And you don't want to give up assets to add something that's not – add something to an area that's not really a weakness. It's just an area you're trying to bolster a little bit. So you have to factor in what's the price. I don't. I think they're dealing from a position of strength. So if they can supplement what they already have with a move that's not terribly costly, I think they go for it. But I, they're fortunate because they're in a position where they can say, you know what, we'll, we'll stand pat because in order to do what we want to do, the cost is too high and we're not going to uh, mess with our future uh, because and our present is pretty good as well. So I think they're dealing from a position of strength. Speaking of the Saints, 
Uh, I'm on record as saying that, again, that continuity has not worked. Even if the Saints, again, go on a run in these last four games of the season, to me it's fool's goal. This is a very talented team that was unmotivated, the lack of attention to detail, so many mistakes. Injuries are, are, are definitely a reason but not an excuse for what we've seen this season. And then again, uh, that again, maybe again, just pulling the Band-Aid off and, and going with, a new, going with a, a new coaching staff and a new vision is probably better than, again, maybe again sh- shifting the, door, the, 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 uh, the, 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 the chairs on the Titanic by maybe keeping uh, Allen and then making some, ch- some staff changes. You, you're closer than I am. You're in the locker room every day. W- what's your gut? What do you feel on this? What, what's, your, what's your take? Well, I mean, I, I I agree with pretty much everything you said. I, I think that they, they have to look long and hard at uh, uh, whether or not they have the right coaching staff in place, particularly at the top, and, and there are reasons to think that that is not the case. You also have to look at uh, who would be your prospects if you were to make a change. Who's out there? They just did a search less than a year ago. And they, they interviewed a handful of people, including some of the most respected assistants in the NFL, and they determined that Dennis Allen was the best available person. Now, a lot of that had to do with continuity, but if he was thought to be the best person and he's not the right fit, well, okay, who do you go to next? You don't just pull the trigger. You don't do like um, the Pelicans did when they uh, – when they refused to extend Monty Williams and then they made the change. And then all of a sudden they looked around and they found all that was out there was Alvin Gentry. Okay. You have to have the whole plan in place where you say, if we make the move, we're going to do it because we are confident this will be an upgrade. And maybe that person is out there, but you have to look at the big picture before you make that, that change. And I think it's, Definitely worth an evaluation of whether there needs to be a change at the head coaching position, but part of that evaluation has to be who are you going to replace them with. You have to have a bullpen in place that you're confident will produce an upgrade. See, uh, and I agree with you. I think a lot of last year was we've got to do our due diligence. Uh, the, the rules say we have to be able to, uh, again, interview a minority candidate. They already have a bullpen. <laughs> they, they've gone through this process now one year or one year removed. So they got a pretty good idea who's out there and what, what the prospects are. Uh, they just, again, wanted to go with continuity. So to me, I think it's a little more easier transition for them than maybe another team that has now just started looking at the possibility possibility of prospects uh, for the next head coach. Yeah, I think that's true. They, they've already done a lot of the, uh, the groundwork. And this is when the Pelicans went and got Willie Green, you know, it was a year removed from Stan yep. Gundy. So they already had, you know, so, some of the, 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 a lot of the groundwork done to, to look at what was out there. And what I think the key is what they have to do is try and take a step back and say, okay, a year ago, if Dennis Allen had been someone who had never worked in New Orleans, how would he have fit into this bullpen of coaches that we're considering? And, and see if maybe there's somebody who lost out to Allen because they put too much emphasis on, on continuity. And when they look at everybody, all other things being equal, there, there's somebody else who jumps out at them. Or maybe there's somebody who in the last year has distinguished themselves some more with uh, a young coach in college mm-hmm. or in the NFL 
whose uh, resume looks better than it did a year ago because of what they've done this particular season. I see a roster that needs to be remotivated, that needs, that needs attention to detail, needs to be tweaked. What do you see? Well, I, I see a lot of tough decisions that have to be made. They have to uh, they have a lot of salary cap issues that need to be addressed. They need to start looking at the age of some players, regardless of how good they've been in the past, and, and see uh, who's likely to be uh, a contributor the next time uh, that they are, are going to be in a playoff game. So they need, and all of that ties together because those older players that have been key players are also the ones making the most money. So they have yes. to figure out how do they get under the cap and who can they, uh, which veterans do they need to move? Which ones can they move and maybe get something in return? And uh, it, it's about a three tier process in figuring out how they're going to overhaul the roster. But the first thing they got to do is they got to get under the cap before they think about what they're going to add. Yeah, and also hold on to some of these young players who are now going into their unrestricted phase of a free agency as well. Yeah, that, that's a big part of it. You know, people don't want to hear that, that you're rebuilding, but as a practical matter, they have to identify the core young players who can be key contributors the next mm-hmm. time they're in a playoff game and focus on them and tying them up long-term. And, and if that means removing some familiar names, some very comfortable names from the roster uh, as part of the rebuilding process, well, but that's where they're at. 100% agree. Les, thanks for your time as always. Certainly appreciate it. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Tell the folks about what you got coming up for us uh, in terms of Crest City Sports Saturday Down South. And, of course, one more time about your book, how folks can get it. Yeah, thanks, Eric. Uh, Crescent City uh, Sports, uh, I'll be having, you know, uh, another Saint story here or two coming up before the end of the year. I'll also a lot of Pelicans coverage coming up. We have the Sugar Bowl coming up as well, uh, SaturdayDownSouth.com. A lot of LSU stuff related to recruiting as well as the bowl game. Uh, folks can follow me on Twitter at Les underscore East. And again, Donkeys, Elephants, and Giraffes. Uh, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com. Thank you, my friend. Uh, we'll talk soon. Appreciate your time as always. Thanks, Eric. There he is, Lessie's award-winning journalist and also, again, accomplished author. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Heating system goes down in these frigid temperatures. They will dispatch a Nate certified technician out to your home or your business and get you up and running. Simple as that. You need a new system. They have some of the best systems out there. Uh, they're authorized to be able to sell. They'll get you set up as well. Uh, Burkhardt, only doing the work that's necessary. Never gouge you, never cheat you. You need emergency service. They're there for you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. Truly a company you can trust. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating. I've trusted them over 30 years. You can as well. Don't go a day in the cold. Call my friends at Burkhardt. They'll have you up and running. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by Hendrix of Junior Gin. Limited edition gin on the market only to March 2023. Perfect gift for this holiday season. Head to your favorite spirit store and demand William Grant. Look for William Grant uh, products and, of course, Hendrix of Junior Gin. We'll be right back. 
Hi, Eric Ash with Celebrity Chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Meat Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, this is Eric Asher. If you know you'll be needing a new air conditioning system anytime soon, then you should call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating before the end of the year. Because on January 1st, new federal rules mean all AC contractors are no longer able to install the most affordable air conditioning systems. The team at Burkhardt has these affordable systems available for install right now. There's financing available too. So save by calling Burkhardt today or learn more at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Have you been waiting for the perfect time to propose or show them how much their love means to you? The first of a lifetime of holidays surrounded by those you love is just the moment you've been looking for. And at Diamonds Direct, we're here to make that magic happen. Diamonds Direct's got the unbeatable prices you're used to, plus 0% interest financing for three years. You can get the most amazing romantic gift and spread your payments over three years with zero interest. That means an $8,000 diamond pendant or tennis bracelet is just over $220 a month. At Diamonds Direct, we have the best gifts. Rings, bands, earrings, all new one-of-a-kind designer jewelry, starting as low as $500. So relax and enjoy the holidays. Get that incredible gift at a price you didn't think was possible and take advantage of three years zero interest financing. Come in today or go online for store hours and directions and check out our all-new holiday gift guide to make it super easy. Happy Holidays from Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Demand different. Demand Dudley DeBosier. If you've been injured in a crash and the insurance company is forcing you to play defense, it's easy to make the wrong move. Don't let them cost you a big win. Demand Dudley DeBosier, the official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. It could be a game-changing decision. Supporting the Saints, fighting for Saints fans, that's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 2213581. 
All right, thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you guys checking out the program. First of all, thanks to our sponsors sponsoring our program. Go to ericanshin.com for a slideshow the sponsor sponsor our program, including our friends at Henrik Stamtunia Gin. Also, want to thank Jimmy uh, Smith for joining us on the show as guest. Uh, and, of course, uh, as always, want to thank Rudy back at Studio Producing. Thank you so much for tuning into the program, whether you're doing it on the airwaves, uh, at 106.1, on our podcast, or, again, on our digital platforms. Coming up next, Ken Trahan. We'll talk to Pelicans and Saints. Also, we'll visit with Fair, Fairgrounds track announcer John Dooley and De La Salle soccer coach Alan DeRitter uh, of CrestySports.com. We'll talk about the World Cup. I'm Eric Asher. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, see you tomorrow for another edition of Inside New Orleans. Until then. Uh, for the dog kit to the governor. That includes the mayor. They all got to go. Broadcasting from the Dudley 